Okay, y'all. So I'm so happy that you guys tuned in to my podcast, Level Uploading by Feelings, Face Facts. This episode is going to be amazing per usual. You know, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. But anyway, um, I hope everyone had a great week. I'm so happy that you're tuning in and that you're, you know, checking back up with me each week. This is episode four, and I feel like it's going to be awesome. Um, Every time that, you know, you have things planned, of course, that you want to say, and and you have these ideas of what you're going to talk about and and then you have the moments where you just kind of are hit with revelations or the words that come out of your mouth are things that you don't necessarily even know that you're going to say like I'm not reading off of a script like sure yes I do have you know bullet points and things I want to make sure that I hit but I'm speaking to you like I'm having a conversation. I'm talking to you like you're my friend, like you're my homie, like you sitting across the table from me. That's how I'm coming at y'all, okay? So, you know, sometimes I have to remember that my authenticity matters more than me being perfect. Me being perfect is never going to happen. So, although I can strive to be my best version of me and the best version of the closest to perfection as I can get, I have to understand that I am literally fighting a losing battle because I will never be perfect. It just won't happen, can't happen. Sorry to this Shay, I'll live. But honestly, enough about that. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I just talk so much. It's okay, though, because I be trying to get y'all the tea, get y'all the, the words, get y'all the, you know, the lessons and the blessings. It's all good. So last episode, we talked about self-preservation and how that plays a big role in your level up journey, your elevation, um, your boundaries of how you are taking yourself very seriously and putting yourself first in all applicable situations. Now, there are situations where they're not and we talked about that so if you want to hear more about it go ahead and click back to the previous episode episode three which is survival of the fittest go ahead and do that but for now today we are actually talking about self-care and I kind of had to cut the episode shorter last time because I got long-winded and so I didn't get a chance to really touch on self-care and all that you know it encompasses and everything that it entails. I I just want to say this first. I think that people think of self-care as only the physical things that you do, but I think self-care can be routines, um, procedures, uh, scheduled, planned events. It's not just getting my nails done, getting my toes done, taking a bath with some candles and some incense. Those are all dope versions of self-care and you know what, I'm here for it and I probably will do at least two of those things once I get off this podcast. But we need to acknowledge that there is more to self-care than just those things. 
Um, for instance, you taking the time to groom yourself in the morning. That's self-care. Taking the, t- the extra time to make sure that you're fully moisturized and lotioned. That's self-care. Taking the time to pray and, or meditate. Um, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Um, but in my case, and, you know, I'm going to just speak on myself. Pray in the morning and, and develop that relationship with God. That's self-care. Um, you know, seeking out professional help if you need to therapy someone who can actually who has been trained properly to give you the feedback and the tools that you need in order to kind of address some of your trauma or your you know I don't know for lack of a better word issues (laughs) I'm sorry y'all we all got issues we might as well just go ahead and accept it but we just need to really take the take the time to acknowledge that self-care can be so many different things. And I just don't want it to ever be a situation where we just think, oh, my nails are done, my hair is done, um, I got a cute bag, or I smell, you know, it's, it's, those are amazing things. And when you smell, feel, and look good, you, you're going to always present better, but that's just not it's not that shallow like it's more to it than that and I kind of want to talk a little bit about that um so let's go ahead and dive into that let's just get in dive in a little bit about self-care and how there is more to it than the obvious traditional cliche things that we consider self-care in today's society such as you know physical appearance type things I don't even want to go into listing anymore I've already kind of touched on that a little bit I think you guys are smart enough to kind of get what I'm saying with this so I'm going to go ahead and kind of um, speak about the other aspects of self-care and one thing I want to really touch about, touch upon about it is that it's something that will come as you begin to love yourself more and as you begin to value yourself, as you begin to see yourself as a temple, your body is a temple, um, what you feed yourself, what you, who you allow to um, experience your body, let's just put it like that, um, you know, the, the things that you do and are you working out? Are you giving your body the best chance to have the most longevity? Um, so those are part that those are things that are part of your self-love. And those are things that will come as you begin to love yourself more and more and you get more in tune with you and how important you are. Like every one of us has a special part to play in this world whether we feel like it or not. And I don't know if you guys ever seen the butterfly effect, but if you weren't here, the whole world would be different. Like your birth literally changed the course of time. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how important you are. (laughs) 
every decision that you make, it's almost like one of those little um, graphs where it's like, if, if yes, then you go this path. If no, you go to this path. Like every decision that you make is taking you down a different path. It's, ch it's changing the course of time and the course of reality. That's how I feel about it. Um, I know that for me, of course, I'm, I'm a person that believes in God, and I do think that all of this was predetermined and predestined in whatever way that, you know, however that translates to you. But I also do think that we also have free will, and so the, the choices that we're making, both good and bad, all part play a part in how this world operates. And once we really start to see how important we are to the grand scope of things, I think that's when we will really start to place a higher value on ourselves and make sure that we're <laughs> making decisions that are going to be, you know, good for the greater, the greater, the greater picture. Y'all know what I'm saying. Basically, just making decisions that are based on seeing the bigger picture. I hope that makes sense for you guys. Um, just make good decisions because you matter and your presence in the world is powerful and it is impactful. Okay, so what is self-care? Oxford languages define self-care as, number one, the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health, and then two, uh, the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress. So as you can see, it has both the physical and the mental aspects of it, and they both are equally as important so to me okay if you were to ask me I would say self-care is pretty much anything that I do where I'm like pampering myself where I'm taking care of myself where I'm prioritizing myself for sure like where I'm basically just putting myself over everything that's going on at the time no matter what that something might happen to be so, yes, it can be as simple as, like, a, a routine beauty treatment, me time, you know, going shopping, retail therapy is definitely a thing, okay? Stay off Amazon, y'all, because Amazon, <laughs> I'm sorry, I ain't telling y'all to stay off Amazon, but you don't need that, sis. You don't need that random thing that you looking up. But anyway, um, you know, like mental health days, even something as simple as playing hooky from work. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're just not in the mood. You're not in the right headspace to cold switch or interact with your coworkers or be bossed around. You know, sometimes you just have to take those mental health days. And to me, that is considered self-care. But in the same token, it can and should be things that are more in-depth, like getting active meditating, working out, um, what else? You know, taking time to read, making sure you get the, the uh, right amount of rest, you know what I mean? Um, I rebuked the no days off 
I'll sleep when I'm dead. That is, no, baby, we can't do that. We're too old, first of all. We're getting up there. Like, we're just getting older and older. We have to take care of our bodies. And that's a part of self-care. So running yourself into the ground, that is not doing you any benefit, honey. It's just going to make you more tired and more beat up the further down the road you get. I'm just saying, do with that what you will. But I don't know who told us that us working until we're like (laughs) about to pass out is quote unquote a good thing. I rebuke that. That is not a part of my life. And I hope that you will reevaluate it if it is a part of yours. But um, anyway, I get off track. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that, you know, it might sound silly that reading is self-care or it might sound silly that drinking enough water is self-care. But uh, how can I put this? I mean, all of those things make a huge difference in your energy and I don't just mean like your aura but like your energy levels like how you feel and your energy levels has a big impact on your attitude and your attitude has a big impact on your whole well-being you know um, mentally and physically so all of those things though they might not be quote-unquote, the stereotypical things that we consider self-care, we have to understand that they are important. Um, Anything that you can think of where you're just putting yourself first and taking time out for yourself and just kind of, you know, bossing up, making yourself the main priority for the moment. So, I mean... I mentioned working out. So whether I'm working out, I'm taking a walk. Say I'm taking a walk and I'm, you know, working out, trying to get some some steps in, you know. Or if I'm just taking a walk because I need to clear my head. I'm, I'm stressed out. I need to de-stress. I think both of those scenarios of taking a walk are still considered self-care, even though they're both different. If that makes sense. So me walking for for my steps, I'm exercising, getting my body active, getting my energy levels up, getting my nutrition and my, uh, well, not nutrition for walking, but um, just getting active, not being sedentary and kind of, you know, putting my bodily physique first. That's self-care. But also me taking a slow standard walk because I'm about to choke somebody. (laughs) I'm joking. Please don't choke people. But, you know, that's also something that's self-care. You have to step away for a minute, get some fresh air, breathe, de-stress, decompress. That's still self-care. So we just have to change our way of looking at self-care as always being something that's so surface level. Got to get a little bit deeper when it comes to how we view our self-care. So now that we got that part kind of out the way, let's go ahead and kind of get into the feelings and the facts. You already know that's why we are here. This is what we do, child. Feelings and facts. We are fighting feelings and we're facing facts. So the first feeling that I would say we need to fight when we're kind of starting to indulge in, you know, our self-care journey, we need to fight the, the notion that we are, quote unquote, doing too much. 
listen, that is, I, I feel like that's one of people's favorite sayings these days. It's all, oh, you're doing too much. You so extra. You this, you're that. And I think that one of the first things that's, that occurs when you do start to take yourself more seriously, whether that just be physically or mentally, people are going to start calling you extra, diva, pretty boy, all of these adjectives. Basically, I don't want to say gaslighting you, but basically making it seem as if you're doing way more than what you should be doing. And if you ask me, that's that hateration, holleration, and as for the dancery, <laughs> that is definitely hateration because, honey, listen, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you taking time to do whatever it is that's going to help you look, feel, smell, dress, look, what else, what other <laughs> verbs can I use? There's absolutely nothing wrong with anything that you can do to make yourself feel better about yourself and make yourself feel good. And don't let anybody tell you differently. Like I said, haterade is going to be a thing. And if you are not prepared for haters, you are not prepared to be successful. You are not prepared to level up. There are going to be people who you never would have even expected to hate or to give you negative energy. When they start to see that elevation, it, it will become a thing. And I don't want to dive too deep into that because that's another topic for another day. We'll get further into that. But just as a side note, please be prepared for haters. Fortify yourself because it's necessary and it will always be. It's okay to care for yourself. And we need to really just accept that. You only get one you. You can take care of everybody else. But at the end of the day, you only get one you. You need to treat yourself kindly. You need to treat yourself with compassion. You need to treat yourself with reverence. You are a powerful and impactful part of this universe. And if you're not okay, the whole balance of the world is off. That's literally how important you are. I, I wish people really understood how the smallest things that they might think no one cares about in the in their circle or you know in their family is still affecting everyone. Every little thing that we're all interconnected. And so, like I said, if you're not okay, guess what? You throw off the balance of the universe. Don't do that, please, because you're probably messing up something for me. <laughs> Listen, I told you, self-preserve. I'm being selfish. Don't mess it up for me. If you don't want to do it for yourself, don't mess it up for me, okay? I'm just saying. But, I mean, I don't know. It It's one of those things that it does take practice to put yourself first. It does take practice to... Go the extra mile. It does take practice to show up to places overdressed. I told my friends, my motto for the rest of this year, and especially this summer, is to overdress. I I don't care what anyone else is wearing. I'm not asking anybody else what they're wearing to the event. I'm going to wear what I want to wear. And if I show up to your barbecue in a prom dress, you're just going to have to be okay with that, okay? <laughs> you're just going to have to be okay with it because 
I'm going to do what I feel my intuition tells me what's going to make me feel good. And I'm not afraid anymore of being perceived as doing too much. That doesn't frighten me. Because if you come in there looking raggedy, they're going to say you, you're, doing, you're not doing enough. People are going to have their perspectives regardless. And you need to just be okay with that. Make room for your perspective. Push all of their perspective. Pers- can't talk. Push all of their perspective down and put yours on top of it because yours is the one that matters. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say about that. And so, like, okay, I don't really know about anyone else's upbringing, but I can say for myself, like, we didn't grow up bothering or anything, but we also... I can't remember ever going without anything, you know, necessity-wise. And I'm super, super thankful for that because I definitely know that there's a lot of people who cannot say that and who, as they say, got it out the mud, you know, started from the bottom, now we here, all of that. I definitely get it. Whether you were balling, whether you weren't balling, I think the second feeling that we have to fight it plays a big role, um, and that's the spirit of lack. I think that that's a feeling we need to fight simply because it keeps us small. It keeps our scopes, our viewpoints, our experiences limited. It just makes us, it puts us in a box that we don't belong in, and it gives us a ceiling. Because we're always grasping on to the the bare minimum. We're not making room for new things. We're not making room for what is better for us. Because we're so scared of not having anything that we're holding on to this small thing when our hands are not free to accept the big thing. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. Um... I don't know. I just think that we have to do a better job of being being and embracing abundance. Um, When I say being, I don't mean like actually being abundance, but being a blessing to people, whether that's monetarily or, you know, energetically, supportively, whatever. um, We need to be abundance, but we also need to embrace it, accept it and bring it in and trust and have faith that we are going to be fine you throw out that shirt that you don't wear it's been in your closet for two years sis you you haven't worn it and brothers I didn't forget about y'all them shoes that you bought they don't have you don't have nothing to match with them and you don't even like them now like it was a a regret buy remorse buy but guess what you don't want to donate them you don't want to give them away you don't want to sell them because it's like okay well that's got to keep it's like we're hoarders of things and that comes from a spirit of lack and it comes from a poverty mentality that we have to let go of we we just have to because if we don't it's honestly to our detriment we have to make room for the new the better the best spend that money one thing about self-care you're going to spend money whether you're going to do your beauty treatments, whether you're going to spa, spa days and, you know, buying new clothes, new scents and fragrances, 
whether you're buying workout equipment or new sneakers or whatever, you're going to spend money. And if you haven't wrapped your head around the fact that you don't have to hoard um, every single dollar that you ever make, you're not going to be able to do it. Now, listen, I'm not trying to tell y'all, spend all y'all coin now. I'm definitely not saying just splurge out. I'm not saying that. I need you to have savings accounts. I need you to practice practice good budgeting, good habits, because that's going to be very important and imperative. Because you can't level up and you're in a poor house. I'm sorry. Don't work like that. I ain't never seen no leveled up person, you know, that's struggling to pay their bills. So, I mean, you can slowly begin to level up, but you definitely want to make sure you're still having good spending habits. I just, I don't know. I'm not saying to, I don't want to give you conflicting information or make you feel confused. So, you are going to spend money. You're going to have to be okay with spending money. But you also need to stop holding on to every nickel and dime. Like, you never, ever going to see it again. Like, you'll never get it back. Like, you'll never make it back. Like, it will never come back to you. Being insecure with your money, it, it kind of makes it harder for you to attract it. It makes it, it's unattractive. So, think about it. If I'm insecure about myself and I'm trying to date, I'm unattractive because I'm insecure. It's the same thing with money. Money is looking like, you know, oh, I, I see Shay over there, but Shay insecure. I'm going to go this way. Being insecure with your money, it just makes it harder for you to attract it into your life. So do not let the fear of spending actually rob you of some once-in-a-lifetime experiences, some opportunities that you will never get back. We're all working. We're all surviving. And we're all trying to move towards a better life. And there will be times where you will have to fake it till you make it. But you still have to know that you'll be fine regardless. Now, don't go out buying every designer when you know. <laughs> you know rent coming up now, Okay. But also, you shouldn't feel bad about buying a $15 facial cream if it's going to have your skin popping. You know what I mean? Like, yes, okay, $15 adds up if you keep doing it. But we live in such a, a like, our, our mentality is so crazy when it comes to money and hoarding it and being, you know, insecure with our money that something that could actually help us, we still looking at it like, oh, $15 for some cream? It's $15, says You will make that back in... One minute at your job. I don't know what your coin looking like, but still, I'm just saying, like, let's just be, let's just not be so insecure with it and still have some discernment on smart spending habits while still having some, um, some pleasures and, and things that we need and want in life. Life is all about balance and you have to find yours. Obviously, I don't know what your coin is looking like. Only you know your budget. So, hey, you you know what's comfortable for you. But I think that it's up to all of us to release the spirit of money hoarding. 
and realize that we cannot take it with us. We cannot take this money with us. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't plan ahead or that you shouldn't, you know, prepare for your future. But that also doesn't mean that you should live your life always looking at the future. Because guess what? The future is now. At one point, you are trying to get where you are now. At one point, you were trying you're, you were trying to be who you are now. And if you don't stop and actually enjoy now, it'll always be the future. It'll always be tomorrow. I'm saving this for tomorrow, saving this for tomorrow, saving this for tomorrow. Like That's not how we want to live life. We're supposed to live in the moment, enjoy life. Be prepared for the future, but don't live for it. I hope that makes sense. I really, really do. Because I really think that that's the key, one of the main keys to kind of... Um, Getting our head wrapped around self-care because we have to spend money. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things. But anyway, you work hard, so spend your money. Spend it wisely, but spend it. Okay, please. Responsibly. Spend responsibly. Okay, anyway, enough about that. I've lectured you guys enough. Let's move on to the facts. So when we start to embrace self-care... The first fact I think that we need to face is that we, when we feel cared for, we care for others much better. And I feel like when we care for, when we feel, um, what's the word? We, we exude a different type of energy when we feel cared for. When we feel neglected, we we have some trash ways when we feel neglected. Like, neglect can make people do some crazy, absurd things. Say some crazy things. Feel some crazy things. Let me see if I can think of an example. Okay, I got one. Okay, for example, say there's a mom and... She just came back from a self-care day. She went to the spa. She got a couple massages. Um, just like pampering, you know, relaxation, stuff like that. And she comes home. And her kids are needy, as kids often are. She's more likely, that day at least, to have a little bit more patience because she's relaxed. She's sand out. She's had her me time. She doesn't feel, you know stretch so thin at least for that day okay versus mom comes home she's burnt out she's tired she's agitated she's fed up she's been working all day her feet hurt she hasn't taken a she hasn't even eaten because she's been doing all this this and that she's not gonna have any patience she's gonna be the mom that's irritated and tell you to go sit down and get out my face and yelling and whatever which nothing wrong with that okay these kids need some discipline <laughs> they need mama to get them in check and daddy to get them in check but what i'm saying is that energy that comes from being cared for versus neglected and feeling neglected the mom who's tired and burnt out she feels like she doesn't even have a, a moment for herself and that's why she is projecting bad energy onto her kids that's why she's agitated and irritated if that makes sense I really hope that makes sense I just kind of apply that concept to every aspect of my life I feel like if I'm cared for I'm going to show up to work family events relationships 
of all sorts with a much better and positive attitude. And by doing that, I'm usually going to get a positive response from the people who I love and care for. I just don't want people to shortchange themselves because honestly, taking care of myself has been the big, been like the biggest difference in me slowly beginning to level up. When I started caring for myself more, I showed up better for the people who I love. Like I showed up whole and and cared for and not irritated all the time and agitated. I just showed up way better, and I think that that's key. The key to success, I'm telling you. And when you have when you have that sense of um. What do I want to say? Like a sense of calm and peace from just knowing that you you're good. Your your star player is good. Your interactions with other people are going to be so much better than when you're spread thin and resentful or you know, just annoyed with everything because you're tired. <laughs> because you're tired of, of putting yourself last. It works. I'm telling you. Just please, 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 please give it a try. See how your life will slowly begin to look and feel brighter. And not only that, but other people will start to notice as well. The second and final fact that I think that um, we need to face when it comes to self-care is if we're not taking care of ourselves, why would we expect anyone else to? Now, I know that's a question and, and formed in a question and not really a statement but I think that's pretty self-explanatory we got we have to, to stop expecting someone else to love us more than we love ourselves it's just not realistic it's not fair we are the ones that show people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves we set the standards for what is and isn't a, 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 acceptable for us what's not okay if I'm if I'm neglectful and looking crazy and don't look like I care about myself, more than likely people are going to treat me with neglectful treatment. You know, those days when you walk out looking a million bucks, you notice that people receive you differently. And I'm not just talking about looks, but I'm just using that as an example. They receive you differently. You know, that... You get the door gets held for you. and Let me get that for you. Oh, you know, you get a different type of energy from people because they want to treat you how you're, you're presenting. So if you show people that it's okay to neglect you, guess what? They're going to do it. If you neglect yourself, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, <laughs> why should I go above and beyond for this person? They're not going above and beyond for themselves. Also, this is a bonus. This is my last point because I know I talk too much. I am sorry, y'all. I, I love y'all for listening to me. But anyway, I need y'all to stop expecting other people to put your needs above their own when you lack boundaries. Because your lack of boundaries serves these people well. Your, your, your lack of boundaries 
helps them. They like the fact that you are the Captain Saver. Um, they like that you play the martyr. They like that you put everyone else, including them, ahead of yourself. That makes it easier for them. They get to love you, but still be a ahead of you. So they're never going to volunteer to, to put your needs before theirs. Maybe here and there just to feel better about themselves, but even that's a selfish act. Take care of yourself, please. Please, just start taking care of yourself. And don't feel bad about it, and don't let anyone make you feel bad about it. I'm going to leave it on that that note. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I am so appreciative of all the support and love that I've been getting. I hope you all have a great week. I hope that this weekend is amazing for you guys. Enjoy um, enjoy the new things that you're learning. Enjoy the self-care. Go out and have you a couple treatments, a spa day, a haircut, get some get some braids <laughs> I don't know but have a good one please 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 enjoy thank you for listening have a good one bye